Hey guys, Clay Edwards here. I want to tell you real quick about RC Lawn Care. My buddy Richard Coley is going to be the guy you need to contact for all of your lawn maintenance needs. You can reach him at 601-502-3529. They offer roof-to-curb service, blowing off the roof, gutter cleaning, basic lawn care, including mow, trim, edge, and blow, full lawn cleanup, trash removal, garden supplies delivered, pine straw installs, driveway, and sidewalk pressure washing. If grass is growing, you need RC Lawn Care mowing. Again, 601-502-3529. Richard Coley at RC Lawn Care. Proud sponsor of the Clay Edwards Show podcast. Unfiltered, no sugar added, talk radio. You've tuned in to the Clay Edwards Show. It's election eve in central Mississippi. And I've got the one... The only two of America's most wanted in the same place at the same time. Of course, you got Clay Edwards here, the host of the Free Range Human Show of Choice, your daily dose of reality radio. And sitting across from me, the one, the only, David L. Archie is in the studio with me this morning. Uh, he's going to be, he's politicking. He's going to be telling you why he thinks you should vote for him tomorrow to uh, keep his seat as a Hines County Board of Supervisor. And uh, I got... I'm on Team Archie. I don't have no. I ain't got no uh, no vote as as I'm no longer a Heinz Cantonian. But I uh, I like Mr. Archie. I like what he does. He's a fighter. We had a candidate in here the other day, running for board of supervisors in Madison, and he said, "Why you want to send a watchdog when you can send a bulldog?" And I believe we already got a bulldog over in Heinz County. I think his record speaks for itself. Good morning, David. Good morning to you, and thank you for having me this morning. Hope everybody's doing well in this heat. Man, I'm doing as well as I can. I tell you, my air's been working good, knock on wood, but even I've noticed that it's having a hard time getting to where I get it on thermostat. Like, if I, let's just say I put it on 65, it's floating around 70. You know, it just, it's hustling. It's, it's really hot, but the good thing on tomorrow, it's my understanding we check the weather, it's going to get down to maybe 92, 91, 93, and so that that is definitely a relief. You know what's funny? I, every summer, you see, uh, you know, because they don't, they don't, they don't care about us nationally on the news, unless something bad happens, you know, or something that could pit us against each other and stuff like that. But what I chuckle when the national news talks about a heat wave coming through New York and some of these northeastern cities, like record highs, ninety one, ninety two. I'm like, that's a that's a brisk fall day in the South, brother, <laughs> and with no humidity either. Come on, man. I mean, heat wave. <laughs> Clay, I, I just want to uh, thank you for um, for being a part of this. I, you know, I think I earned it. Um, you know, coming in, there's a lot of people um, in, in certain areas did not um, want to join my campaign in terms of uh, making a change here in Hines County as well as Hines County District Two. We understand that that is the seat that Congressman Thompson used to sit in. You know, used to sit in, but. I am sitting in it now. Um, of course, it was vacated by my predecessor, um, who I'm going to meet in November. Um, we feel and believe that he was just not fair to most of the uh, citizens in the entire district. The people in the Fundren area did not uh, see him at no meetings um, did not provide funds for the community and the neighborhood. And under my leadership, um, there's been a 
seventy million dollars investment um, right there at State Street going to be in Meadowbrook. There's going to be under my leadership twenty million dollar parking garage. That's ninety million dollars. That's what that, I'm telling you. That's what's to me. That's the the thing holding back that Fondren area from its next great evolution is a parking garage. I think when you get that in that area, that general vicinity, it's going to be a it's going to be a game changer. No doubt about it. And um, the real news is is that when the matter first came up, um, the people in the Fondren did want to get some help from the state and but they would not allocate the money to the city and I was petitioned to come to several uh, Republicans office to have a chit chat with them about it and to see you know can Hines County handle it it's my area it's my district I met with the president of the uh, Fundren Neighborhood Association or Renaissance Society or whatever it's Renaissance called. Renaissance Society, yes. And then I met with the whole group and I met with the folks that wanted to do this, build this parking garage and met with the folks at the uh, movie and the movie theater and um, there at the bowling alley and just all over. And they was hoping that um, that I would go along with it and you know, not bring up any issues that perhaps we need money in other parts of the county and why are we giving this this mon- much money to the fundren. Um, but we was able to sit down and work it out. And they did not, uh, the state did not allocate the money to the city. They allocated it to the um, to Hines County. I'm glad to have it, and we're going to move forward. And, and by the way, uh, our governor had an opportunity to uh, veto some of the money that came into Hines County, uh, but he did not veto it because it did come to Hines County, and I appreciate it. I've gotten more money in Hines County and Hines County District Two, new investment, new development um, in the last three years. I mean, it's almost unbelievable. I would put my record against any supervisor in the eighty-two counties. Uh, nearly a hundred and seventy million dollars, Clay. Hundred and seventy-five million. Great job. So let's circle back to the parking garage. That's for sure happening. Absolutely. Where's it going to be at? It's going to be directly behind the movie theater. That's what I thought. In in the um, the bowling alley. Uh, What's the timeline on that? Well, they they would like to break ground on it as soon as the money actually hit the account, and we don't think the money is going to get in the account perhaps until October. Um, once the money hit the account, we can um, give them the go-ahead. Um, they'll bring them before the board all the necessary documents in terms of what they're going to do, how they're going to do it. And I'm going to simply sign off on it. Now, don't think that I'm not going to pay close attention to what is going on. I want to make sure that they do it right, but uh, I'm I'm going to do everything that I can uh, to m- make it a beautiful place along with those uh, contractors and builders and, and as well as the community. Can you imagine now in the Fundren, you can come and you have a place to park on the street because most of the employees are going to be parking uh, in the parking garage at, at the grocery stores, restaurants, um, movie theater. If you work in the Fundren, uh, you have a parking garage ticket where you can park there to open the streets up for people that want to shop, eat, and drink as well. Well, you know, and you, you've got the Capitol Police down there now. 
which which gives JPD a lot of help. You got you got Fondren as safe of anywhere as you're gonna have in the city, and I mean that in a good way. You know, it, so it's safe to go down there. The parking situation being, how do I say it, reeled in, less chaotic, is only gonna make it safer because then you have a, this is where everybody's parked at. You know, it's easier Absolutely. to it's easier to secure that. Easier to secure your vehicles. So it's, it's nothing but good thing. You know, I, I want to commend you because I think you're a bit of a, and I mean this is a compliment. I, I, I know our, our bases are different. Um, you're kind of like the Donald Trump on the Heinz County Board of Supervisors. You're a bull in a china shop to the establishment. I've heard that before. You know, and that's the greatest compliment I can pay a, a politician. Uh, you are, and, and, I, and I don't mean just knocking down stuff and hooting and hollering, but you, ain't t- you don't take no crap. You, know, you ain't going along to get along, and I respect the hell out of that. I appreciate that. Uh, Sometimes you you get beat up from both sides, Mm -hmm. uh, from the Democrats, (laughs) you know, and and the Republicans. But, you know, my my heart is in the right place. And what I want to see happen in the district that I represent is to continue to push and move forward. Um, I think my votes are on the right side. Um, Down at the board right now, I've been in the minority for you know, a couple of years, Supervisor Graham and I, we basically vote together on many things. But we, I believe that if you check the record, that we're on the right side of voting. We voted to give the employees a pay raise, voted to give public works employees a pay raise, voted to give the uh, public defender's office a pay raise, voted to give those people that run in the Hines County Justice Court system a pay raise, uh, voted to give uh, maintenance and central repair, all of those that take care of Hines County. And it was voted down every single time about the three that are in the majority. And we just don't think that they're, they're doing well for the citizens of Hines County as well as the citizens um, of the, uh, the city of Jackson uh, because they, they voted. This is the one vote that I've never been able to understand. I made the motion to put a temporary holding facility in the Jackson, I mean, in the Metro Center. Which I thought, you know, I was a huge fan of that idea. Absolutely. Because we need to get some of these hardcore misdemeanor offenders off the street. The police from Jackson, Bolton, Edwards, Utica, Byron, whoever, uh, everybody now could have... um, if they needed to arrest someone for a misdemeanor offense, that we had a place to take him. It was going to take less than $2 million to remodel, and we was going to do it like Barrett's, that where we can get people in and out. And it, was, it would be just a temporary hauling facility. And then there's a $3 million um, building that we have money that they, the three have put aside to remodel a building that we own. The building is only worth a half a million dollars. And I made a motion to remodel that building, make it out of a temporary holding facility so we can have, right now when the police come in neighborhoods for shootings or or if it's not a serious misdemeanor, if the police officer wants to make an arrest, they can't because we don't have a place to put them. And that's bad for our city, that is bad for our county, and that's bad for law enforcement as a whole People know that they stand a possibility of getting arrested when they're doing wrong. But the bottom line is that um, Credel Calhoun, Vern Gavin, and Bobcat McGowan, they continue to vote against things that is right uh, for this county as well as this city. And uh, and I hope that the people send me some help. I really do. So 
did y'all last time you were in here? Actually, I think you did this on Kim Wade's show, but we talked about it too. Um, I've seen they started clearing the land over there in South Jackson. Is the money in place to build that jail they're talking about building? Absolutely not. It's a $100 million facility, and we don't have a fourth of the money. I mean, and so um, I'm for a new jail. There's no question about it. Uh, But the next five board members got to have some knowledge on how to shop to get monies to carry out the dream of building a brand new jail because we just don't have the money. I have to have a relationship with the state so they can pitch in and the federal government where they can pitch in anywhere and everywhere that we're able to uh, pick up some funds to help out with this new facility, whether or not the other municipalities, I was, I really want to put a plan in place that where all the municipalities within Hines County can pitch in a little bit. Right. And so they'll have a place um, but that plan has not taken off because of Creedell Calhoun. He want to dictate everything that goes on. He want to control, but he can't control me, and he and, and I will not let him dictate to me. And so that is why I continue to fight back. Um, he knows that I'm in the minority, but if we don't um, have a debate about these real issues, then he gets to do whatever he want to do, and I want to bring it to the public. Uh, to let them know exactly what is, what is going on with their tax dollars. Uh, is their tax dollars? They should be informed. Right now, Clay, we got about $20 million of real money just laying around, not being used for anything. We got $6 million that we're supposed to be giving to the city of Jackson for water project, right? The water, uh, they don't need our $6 million. They're going to get $800 million. Give us our $6 million back. I made a motion to bring it back. The three voted against it. Supervisor Graham and I, we voted for it. They got an $8 million water tower that's supposed to go up on Highway 18. We're not in the water business. That is for the city to take care of water towers. You know, if they needed more water down on 18, then the city would take care of that. $8 million. It's my understanding there's a new community that is going up down on Highway 18, and perhaps it's been alleged that Creedell Calhoun got something to do with that new community going up. So he want to take your tax dollars, perhaps. It's been alleged that um, he want to use your tax dollars to build a water tower. But that water tower, that money could be used, $8 million, to repave roads, fix streets, clean ditches, cut grass, make this place beautiful, give employees a, a pay raise. That is the good use of the money. Now, what is that? Eight and six, that's $14 million, $3 million down at the building on State Street, that's $17 million. And then they took $2 million from Hines County Park. Supervisor Graham and I voted against it. Um, as bad as our parks need to be repaired, lights need to be replaced, um, baseball field need to be fixed, basketball courts need to I mean, it's just in a mess. And so we agreed, it was a gentleman agreement, Clay, to put $500,000 in each district from the American Rescue Money to uh, give the kids an opportunity now to have great parks. Yeah, I, you know, I grew up out there in like at the edge of Byram, South Jackson, and I was riding down Davis Road the other day. Davis Road's got the ballparks. And I, uh, by, uh, Davis Road, Gary Road, I get them confused. Davis Road, mm-hmm. and I just look at that ballpark there, man. It's just, and that was one that we used. To, I grew up going to. It's in shambles, 
and I, and every park inside the city, and so on and so forth. Man, it's just a shame what's happened with our parks. I'm glad you brought that up. Terrible. Hey, hold that thought. Let's take a break real quick. Come back. I got David L. Archie here in the studio. He's asking for your votes tomorrow. Uh, District 2, right, David? District 2. Hines County District 2. Hines County District 2. If that's you, you see Archie, you're going to want to hit the click on that. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back on 103.9 FM WYAB. When we come back, i got some breaking news about the Jackson Fire Department. If you live in Jackson, uh, try not to catch anything on fire. They may be a little shorthanded. I'll explain why. Welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. It is a Monday edition of the show election day eve here in central mississippi man i've got david l archie here in the studio with me he had to step out for just a second he'll be right back in so what i'm gonna do is hit y'all with a little breaking news i got here this morning you've heard of the blue flu when all the when the police decide to call in and uh and and protest strike without striking jackson fire department there's a case of the red flu going through today let me read you this real quick here this is uh, breaking news by Clay Edwards slash Save Jackson. From directly from my sources on the front lines of the red flu. It says the Jackson Fire Fighters are having a call out slash red flu this morning. Not sure of the numbers yet. Over 30, over 30 last night for today's shift, we were expecting 50 or more to be off sick. Which means they are paying all of us from Sunday to stay for Monday shift. So the fire department is severely understaffed yesterday and today. We'll see how this shakes out. They've, uh, they've been efforting a pay raise for our firemen that they so richly deserve, and hopefully they'll get that. You know, and it goes to, and I know the Hines County Board of Supervisors doesn't have anything to do with uh, the budget for the fire department or the Jackson Police, but it explains the, what good leadership how important good leadership is and how important it is to have a bull in a china shop like David Archie uh, for the fighting for y'all's best needs, fighting for our best needs in, in other counties, so on and so forth. So just wanted to mention that. Uh, I, wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't go out of your way to start any fires in Jackson today, literally or figuratively. All right, David is back here with us. What you got, David? Well, I brought my list of uh, accomplishments, uh, Clay, and they're one for you. Um, these are the things. It's so many you had to put it in the smallest writing. It could fit to get it on one page. And some people hard to find that it's real. But I've just I've just went down there and went to work. You know, like if you if you a gardener and a farmer, you know what you got to do when you when it's time to do it. And so I did just that. I made absolutely sure that I went into, when I went into the office, I had a deficit. I had zero dollars. I didn't have any money to do anything, right? And so I turned that office completely around in a very short period of time. Eastside Wardy Association, I was able to get $250,000 for the Eastside Water Association, we're building a brand-new volunteer fire station up in Pocahontas, up there off of Kennebrew Road down by that way. Uh, was able to get money from the state, uh, state legislators, uh, Deborah Gibbs. Was able to, we was able to get together and get money for that volunteer fire station. 
Livingston Road, right now I'm from the Jackson Medical Mall, uh, the old MPI building. It's been dilapidated for years. Uh, those people wanted to do business with Hines County and with the city of Jackson, but they needed some tax incentives. So I was able to sit down and work out a tax abatement. If you go over there, they turn it over dirt right down. They're going to spend that new, six, that's, 60 that million. That new subdivision they're going to yeah, build the Livingston over there? Road uh, place. Yeah, I saw that on the news the other day. I, good deal there, man. It, it couldn't have never happened. Yeah. Uh, people, when they're coming in spending that kind of money, they want um, to see what incentives that they can get from the Hines County Board of Supervisors. And we was able to provide those incentives. Th- that was hard negotiation in order to make that happen. But this is brand new money coming to an area that's been left out and locked out. Nothing new was going up in the air. When, when so was the last that. time a new subdivision was built in Jackson? I, I just can't remember. I mean, and I'm not saying that sounds facetious or anything here. So to see a new subdivision get built inside the city limits that that's a great thing there's another one that is coming up in in my district out in Clinton mm-hmm. uh, we was able to uh, vote um, to get some brand new rooftops houses from 275 to four hundred thousand dollars two thousand square feet and up is going to be uh, uh, right down off of um, Clinton Tenant Road that is in Hines County District 2 as well Mm-hmm. And so we was able to take care of that. Um, we talked about the Meadowbrook housing right there at the corner of State Street. Everybody know where the old Mac Rays used to be. Uh, $70 million are going to be spent on is that, that, is that is that Are they still doing that? Absolutely. That's the same crew that's doing that golf, that golf world, not golf world, that top golf and all that out in Ridgeland too. Absolutely. I went to Washington, D.C. You know, people have been talking about flooding in the Presidential Hills area. People having to get out of there with boats. When it get really bad, um, no mayor, no supervisor, no state senator, no state representative. I was able to put together a plan and go to D.C. and was able to get $5 million for flooding uh, in Presidential Hills. They're going to start that work, I think, in the next couple of weeks, yeah. trenching and repairing the a retention pond, and things are going to get fixed over there. And so these are great things that are happening. Cynthia Road, right down here off of 49, where you go across to go to County Line Road and go to the dump, that road was in horrible shape, $380,000 for that road. County Line Road, when you exit uh, 49 uh, and go um, north, or I guess that would be east uh, from 49 back to North Jackson, you know how nice that road is, Clay. That was $1.3 million. Yeah, I drive it twice a day. That 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 was in my district. Yep. You feel better, doesn't you? Oh, yeah. And, and, and so yeah, going these are things that are, are really happening. The town of Bolton, um, I was able to um, talk with the congressman, and we put together a plan to get some beautification money for rural towns that did not have very much money. And Bolton, Edwards, and Utica, Mississippi uh, was three of the towns in rural areas in Mississippi that is in my district. No other supervisor in Hines County, or I don't think Madison or Rankin or anywhere, was able to find those kind of funds for beautification grant. 468000 for Bolton, 505000 for Utica, 
and 498000 for the town of Edwards. So I've been hard at it, man, working, doing everything that I can. I know that people hear and see, but they only show those news clips on TV. They don't show what the real issues is about the money. When I came in office, there was four bridges out in Clinton. Four at one time. If you go now, all four of those bridges are up, repaired, ready to go. Uh, did you ever uh, travel Clinton Road? you remember when all those bridges was down in Clinton Road? Not personally, no. Well, anybody out there that understand that Clinton Road, there was four bridges. I was able to put $1.2 million in that area to get those bridges up and ready uh, to go. And now they are working. And, and there's a lot of other stuff. But let me just talk about this last thing that was really dear to my heart. Mega Evers Boulevard. It has been in bad shape for 20 years. I'm glad you brought it up. That was one of my, it was my next question. I spoke with uh, Mega's wife, got her on the phone, Merle Evers, told her that I needed a letter from her so I can go to D.C. Uh, to convince our state rep- I mean, our United States congressmen and senators that they need to help fund Mega Evers Boulevard. I got a letter from her. I got a letter from Charles Evers. I got a letter from Rena Evers, uh, Megger's daughter, as well as Wanda Evers, uh, Charles Evers' daughter. I put them in my briefcase and went to D.C., sat at the desk of Cindy Hyde Smith, sat at the desk of Roger Wicker, and uh, had a conversation with Michael Guest, sat at the desk uh, with Congressman Thompson, and they all signed off on the $20 million for Mega Evers Boulevard. Now, we applied. Hines County put $90,000 to put the grant together, put all the data together in terms of what was needed. And we did not get it the first year that we applied for it. And so the next year, which was last year, the city wanted to apply. It was told that the county and the city cannot apply at the same time. So what I did was agree to give all the data to the city, all the information to the city. They applied for it, and they received $20 million uh, for Mega Evers Boulevard. You know, I want to say something about that. We've got to take a break real quick. But uh, it seems like all these streets, and it ain't just in Jackson. It's throughout, throughout the South that are named after these civil rights icons are in bad shape. And if I think it's a disgrace to these men's names to have the streets that they're named after them be in such terrible shape. You Absolutely. Know? And I understand sometimes it's in bad areas, blah, blah, blah. But it, that shouldn't matter. You're going to re- repave a road, whether it's Martin Luther King Drive or Martin Luther King Jr. Drive, or if it's Medgar Rivers Boulevard or wherever. They should be, I mean, in this day and age, with as much emphasis that's put on racial reconciliation and healing and all this stuff, these streets should be in good shape. And not just because they're named after these folks, but these are just the ones in this area that I know need it the worst. But the elected officials claim they got to have a plan. Mm-hmm. And, and one thing that I've found in, since I've been in office, that most elected officials uh, want to you know, go to the cocktail dinners, oh, yeah. want to hang out at the big events, and then you you ask you know, what is your plan from this you know for this area you know roads and 
uh, economic development, and they have nothing to show you. And so you got to have a plan if you're going to be elected. This stuff is real. You got to get out there and really do this work and do this job. Yeah. And I've been able to do that. I look, I've been going scorched earth on these folks out in Rankin County running for these House of Representative seats or the Board of Supervisors or whatever. I was like, I don't care about to see another picture of you and your family. I don't care about where you go to church. I don't care about any of these things. I want to know what is your day one plan when day you one. when you get down there. What are you going to do other than go along to get along? Let's take a break real quick. We'll be right back with David L. Archie. All right, welcome back in. It's the Free Range Human Show of Choice, your daily dose of reality radio. This is the Clay Edwards Show on 103.9 FM. WYAB. We are streaming worldwide at WYAB.com as well as the TuneIn app and Alexa. Just search WYAB. If you missed any of this interview with David L. Archie this morning, I'll have it up on the podcast ready for your on-demand listening by 10 a.m. So be sure to take that, send it to your friends, and get to the polls. And however you, I, we always say pull the lever. I don't think I should really pull a lever anymore. Submit Cir- the paper. Submit the paper. Circle it in by David L. Archie's name if you're in District 2 in Hines County. And uh, let's let David continue to add to this sheet of paper with all his accomplishments on it that is a slap full from the top to the bottom. David? um, A track record, Clay. Hey, let me tell you. For those that have been around for, you know, three and four terms, they ought to have a long list of things that they have gotten accomplished, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And but it takes work in order to get this stuff done. And so if they can't present you with a track record, a real track record that where you can go look and see whether or not this is really taking place and whether or not it's really happening, then they land down on you. You're right. They're not they don't bring the best game um, to politics. They, they're not working as hard as you would like for them to work. Um, and, and that is the way that it's supposed to be done. After one term or two terms, every elected official ought to have a track record to show what he or she has done. Uh, absolutely. Hey, so <clears throat> there's some flyers that have been circulating around some events and stuff here in Jackson or Hines County, should I say. Uh, looks like Creedel Calhoun has a fan club. Uh, I'm just going to read the flyer here. And this is being reported by Bob Higginbotham. Uh, it looks like his Facebook page, maybe. It says, A lying Creedel Calhoun. Concerning former Hines County Election Commissioner Tony Johnson, Mississippi, uh, Miss Johnson alleged consp- allegedly conspired to steer federal rental assistance money to friends and some employees of Hines County. She was appointed to the position by former board president Creedel Calhoun in exchange to not give information on the money that she was accused of stealing from Hines County taxpayers. More information will be developing in the upcoming weeks. Uh, Creedell voted against pay raise for public work employees, voted to take $2 million from parks, from the parks and children, and voted against $1.2 million in road upgrades in his own district. Uh, is this the, uh, is this that, the $3 That's million dollars you were telling me about? Um, yes. That, this rental uh, assistance no, money? Uh, yeah, okay, with the rental assistant. When we received our $45 million, we decided to break everything down and say, okay, this is what we're going to do for the parks. This is what we're going to do for the roads. This is what we're going to do for the employees. And at that time, they had some statewide rental assistance. But we created our own Hines County um, 
rental assistant for COVID, you know, to give people COVID relief. And we put $3 million in it. And it's all gone. Uh, but uh, it's my understanding from it's been alleged that Tony Johnson was involved in it. I don't know um, much about it. But what I will tell you is that it's going to be worth looking into. Uh, I perhaps may bring up a hearing uh, to find out exactly what happened to that whole entire $3 million and who got what and how much. Um, You can get up to six months of your rent paid if you was behind on your rent. And we don't know. I don't know who all got uh, their rent paid. This would feel like an easy audit. Absolutely. I mean, I'm not much of an accountant. But I feel like you can write names down and how much they got. Until you know, you subtract from three million till we get down here, it's like, all right, there's no more money left. Absolutely. And you should be able to look back up and say who got theirs. Absolutely. Um, so I mean I, I received this on um Saturday, I think it was. Yeah, on Saturday. And um, you know, and they said that well, you should look into it. Of course I've been really busy running for office. Um I can tell you um, that when it comes to Creedell Calhoun, I mean, I, I I know that he's been around for 40 years, but it's not a good look for the citizens of the city of Jackson or Hines County. Um, he played a game that the only thing that he needs is three votes to do whatever he wants to do, but the citizens and the constituents won't reap the benefits of the three votes. Um, His friends and uh, perhaps family, I don't know who all going to reap the benefits, but not the community. How can you vote against $1.2 million to to repair roads in your district? And and I can tell you how he voted against that one, and it's true, because that is when I made the motion Supervisor Graham seconded the motion to get the $6 million back from the city, and we was going to put $1.2 million in each district to repair, repave, and fix roads. Now, who's going to turn down money to fix roads? Uh, a, a madman. I mean, <laughs> come on. And, and I can just tell you, Clay, um, it's been very difficult. Sometime I had to really uh, take a stand. Um, when he moved in and tried to remove me out of the presidency, uh, he didn't go by the rules. Um, he wanted to do what he wanted to do. He had already had a year of the presidency, and so he wanted to get two years of the presidency. So um, when you become vice president, you're supposed to automatically move into the presidency. That's what um, our um the, the commission that we put in, um, the the charter that we put together when we first came into office, and he wanted to change all the rules because he was sitting in the president's seat, and you need a super majority to change rules. But he didn't care anything about that, and so that's how the argument really got started with everything that we're going through. So I saw myself, and I saw this board, began to get behind a dictator, the majority. And so i that's anywhere in America. Once you let a dictator be in charge, something is going to be destroyed. Things, good things are not going to happen. And, I mean, you can just look at the history of dictators all over the world. And so that is the um, 
position that I put him in, and that is the category that I put him in. And I think that if we reelect Creedell Calhoun, I'm telling y'all, Hines County is going to go down the drains because he think that three votes control everything in terms of good or bad. But I can assure you from the voting record that we have in the, at the Hines County Board of Supervisors, it has not been good for the citizens of Hines County, period. Amen to that. Yeah, you know, speaking of like dictators, we can look no further than what's going on in our country right now when a dictator's in charge and the, the economy goes to hell as well as everything else. So I'm all for not having a dictator in charge locally and or nationally. David, we got about a minute left before we go to our break here. You got anything else you want to tell folks? You know, I, I just want to really let the people really get to know me. You know, you hear a lot, and I'm known all over the state. Um, when we go to, I'm a member of the National Association of um, Supervisors. I'm a member of the Mississippi Association of Supervisors. I'm a member of the Mississippi uh, Minority Association of Supervisors. I'm the one person from Hines County on the Central Mississippi Planning and Development Board uh, for minorities um, in Hines County. And so, yes, I look out, and when you talk about minorities, you that can come from any category. I mean, it's not just black, and it's just because right now whites are in the minority in Hines County. So I have to look out for whites. I have to look out for Republicans. I have to look out for Democrats. My district is made of uh, blacks, white, Republicans, Democrat, rich, and poor. I have five municipalities in my district. Uh, Raymond, Clinton, Jackson, Bolton, and Edwards. Uh, I have some of the richest people in Woodland Hill. And I have some of the poorest people in Shady Oaks and Vernon Edition. And I'm going to fight for everybody. I am committed to get that done. Amen. Let's take a break. So, go sorry. ahead. We'll take a break. We'll be right back to close out with David L. Archie. Breaking rules when necessary. That's what David L. Archie does. When he has to break some rules when necessary. David, you talked about having a plan as we close out here. It got me to thinking, you got four more you got four more years, Lord willing and the creek don't rise. What is your what is what we get out of this four years, what's the one thing you want to be able to say you got accomplished? The, my number one plan is that on I two twenty and forty nine and Mega Evers, right behind the Exxon and the Burger King or the the Sprint, I want to develop that property to, and it's going to perhaps cost somewhere in the neighborhood of $250 million to have an area brand new off the freeway of I-220 or the highway of I-220 where you can shop, eat, and drink. Grocery stores, restaurants, movie theaters, um, Krispy Kreme donuts, Applebee's, uh, 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 everything a, that a they Dogwood have. A Dogwood-style development. Absolutely. In the city of Jackson. Nothing has taken place like that in the city of Jackson in quite some time. We have the traffic on both sides of the freeway. And then you going to the Delta and coming from the Delta. People going to Louisiana and, and, and coming from Tennessee. It's the perfect location. I'm going to work as hard as I can to make that happen. It's in my district. I think we can make that happen. I've talked to enough developers to say that it should happen. So that's going to be my number one plan going in four years. Thank you, David. 
I hope you enjoyed this clip of today's Clay Edwards show. You can tune in live every Monday through Friday, 7 to 9 a.m. on 103.9 FM, WYAB in Central Mississippi. You can stream it worldwide and live at WYAB.com, the TuneIn app, or Alexa. Just search WYAB. And of course, you're listening now on a podcast, so you can just hit subscribe where you're at. We update daily right here on the Clay Edwards Show, and check out all things Clay Edwards at clayedwardsshow.com for shirts and more. Peace.